what if I told you Portuguese people don't know how to say the name of the game and movie franchise Tomb Raider? Seriously, it's... I, I, I don't know why. It's a pop culture thing. I don't know if, like, the first time there was ads for the game in the 90s in Portugal, the person that was doing the Portuguese version of the voiceover of the ads didn't know how to say it properly. I don't know if it was a thing that just got... Because, like, kids played Tomb Raider, right? And it, they just... They don't know how to speak English, like, they'll just read things as they are, and as I was growing up as a kid, the way that we were saying the name of the game just became common, and here I am, listening to people with almost 30 years of age, with a good knowledge of English, still saying the name of the game wrong, because that's why they used to, right? They'll say the words Tomb, and the words Raider properly, but if they see them together, and they know they're talking about the game, they'll say it wrong. I can't explain the phenom, but it's happening, and... And here we are. Like, everyone. Guys, I'm seriously, everyone, when talking about the game, calls it the wrong way. How do we say Tomb Raider in Portugal? <laughs> I swear to God, we all do it, this isn't just me, it's everyone in Portugal. Tom Ryder. Tom Ryder. Some people may even say Tom Ryder. I don't know why. I can't explain why. Maybe I created the memory in my mind of listening to the ad, say the person doing the ad saying Tom Ryder. But yeah, it happened. And, uh, and I don't know. Uh, I, ca I can't explain why. Do I want to change it? Nah, I like this 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 small detail about about this the society and the pop culture that happens in Portugal. Like we, everyone does it. Can't explain why, but it happens. So yeah. Hi, welcome to the David Francisco podcast. I am recording this still on Thursday, so it still counts. It's it's eleven o'clock at night. And this will be one of those that I'm just going to put out as soon as it finishes. I presume that I'll be able to put it uh, uh, live for people to listen before midnight. Not expecting a lot of people to listen to it after midnight. But hey, if you're doing an all-nighter, then I appreciate it. And I appreciate me keeping you company. But maybe the majority of you are going to listen to this on Friday. Or even later than that. Which I appreciate. But this still counts. It's just been really busy, right? Um, if there's one thing that having a car did to me is that it <laughs> occupied my time. I wasn't expecting this, you know, because the possibilities are endless now, right? Like today, I normally record way earlier, maybe even um, on Wednesdays, like I've done sometimes doing live, the recording of this edition of the podcast live on Wednesdays on Instagram. But I didn't do it earlier today because I decided to go shopping for stuff far away from home, the place that I really need to go it would be the best place to get the stuff that I wanted to get. And I, I drove there and then drove back and then I was hungry, I had to make food and here we are hours later. Uh, and I'm recording a podcast at 11 o'clock at night, which is odd, at least recently in the past few months. But that's, that's what's happening. I blame having the car. I also blame having the car for uh, not having shows 
last week, right? The Learn the Ropes show did come out, but I didn't do a guest or an on my mind last week. And it's because I had a very intense holiday weekend and then I had to catch up, right? Once again, like on Saturday, because I have a car, I went to see Stonehenge. Stonehenge? Stonehenge. Oh, there's an H there. Maybe it's Stonehenge. Stone Age. Maybe we in Portugal say Stone Age, like we say Tomb Raider. Tom Raider, not Tomb Raider. Tom Raider. Stonehenge. Oh, I need to know how you <laughs> say it now. I may be saying it wrong my entire life. Uh, I'm gonna look for it. Um, it was great. Um, it was good. Um, a good like good training for my driving as well. Like I've I've had a, a driver's license. Uh, for years now, right? When I was 17, I knew that I wanted to get my driver's license. I don't think I can get Google to tell me how you say Stonehenge. Um, I think I'm saying it properly. How to pronounce... When I was 17, 18... Oh, I found the video. Is this loud enough? Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Yeah. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Yeah, it's, it's close enough. Should be fine. I was saying that when I, when I was like 17, I decided it was time, I, like I wanted to get a driver's license as quickly as possible, even though I knew I was not going to have a car, like as soon as I finished uni, I still knew that I wanted to have a driver's license because it would be good to have it and it, it did come in handy. Uh, it's different in Portugal, like in Portugal you can drive any car, the cars, the cars are insured, uh, that, that, the cars are insured, it doesn't matter who drives it, right? Not the same here. Apparently, like insurance depends on the driver, and like it's 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 way more complicated than that. It's not like I can just go and drive any car. But in Portugal, you can go and drive any car. It's it works much better, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's <laughs> they're not making me pay more money just because there's a possibility of someone from my family or a friend of mine driving my car. Come on. They're not trying to explore people here. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I've always had a driving license, but I never had a car until I got the car that I got last month, right? And it's it's a great experience. I've I've, I've spoken about this here, but like not like because of that, it's not like I have tons of experience driving. I'm comfortable driving, but I don't have a lot of experience with it. So I've been getting a lot of it ever since I got the car. Um, both like small journeys and getting used to traffic in the city and big journeys like this one going to Stonehenge. It was uh, it was easy. It was fine. I, I have fun driving, which which is kind of a requirement for a professional wrestler. I went to Stonehenge and it was really cool. I didn't pay like the 55 pounds to see it from up close. I parked the car next to um, another Henge place, which name I don't remember, but it's like wooden statues that are in, in, in an oval shape inside more oval stuffs and stuff. So, like, I parked the car near there. And then I walked, like, two hours to be really close to Stonehenge. Like, the difference between me and the person that paid 55 pounds is the side of the fence they were in. Because both paths are really close to each other, so it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, and it was a nice walk. It's nice to just, like, walk around in, in nature. And uh, this really sounds like conversation that <laughs> your uncle or your aunt would have with you in a very boring family lunch but yeah i went to stonehenge it's really cool and and, and interesting and 
And I don't know, it's just like, it's a bucket list thing. And I think everyone should do it. And you can do it for free. You don't have to pay the tickets. Just know that. Just investigating will be able to see it. But yeah, that was my Saturday. I did that. And then I went to see Bath as well. Yeah, I went to see Bath. And <laughs> I was driving into Bath, right? I was like going down a hill. I could see Bath in front of me. And I'm like, did they build the city with copy and paste? <laughs> like this, the city looks, everything look in the city looks exactly the same. It's like I'm building this in SimCity. And I'm just hitting Control C, Control V, Control C, Control V. It's a really beautiful city. It was very fun to 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 be there and just like check it out. It's completely different from London. I feel like like I've traveled a lot in this country, but I didn't see the places because like don't get me wrong, it's like people think that the life of a professional wrestling is really glamorous, but like even at, like, let's go for the bigger level, right? You get on a plane, arrive to a city, you go from the city to, from the airport to the hotel, rest go to the gym or go to the venue to wrestle, whatever. Once the show's over, it's time to fly out to go to another city. You don't, you're not a tourist, right? You're, you're, you're there working. Um, when I was still living in Portugal and like I told people that I went to wrestle and I went and wrestled like uh, here in the UK and in Spain, there was like a period where I came to the UK and I went to Spain, came back to the UK and then only then went back to Portugal a two week period. Um, doing a lot of wrestling uh, in this in this uh, this time, people are like, oh, you were like a tourist, and you get to see go go to to Madrid as well. I'm like, no, I I, I ate somewhere and I was with the people there, but I wasn't a tourist. Or when I, when I went to Italy, it was like I arrived at the airport, I got driven to where the venue was, I did my seminar, I wrestled, I had really good food, they really took really good care of me, and then they drove me to uh, where I spent the night, and the next morning really early, I was ready to go back to the airport. I didn't see anything in from Italy, they didn't do any tourism whatsoever. Um, it's, it's, and this is like just a small scale thing, right? It's, it's not that glamorous, it's, well, not saying that, I'm sounding like I'm complaining when that's not the case, I'm not complaining about it, it is a, it is a great life, but it's not like we get to do some tourism every time we go somewhere, and I don't get to do that every time I go and wrestle somewhere, you know? Um, I've wrestled in tons of towns, I have a list of all of them, and I wouldn't be able, like, I know the venues, and maybe the way to them, but like, I didn't see the town. To be fair, like, a lot of the towns, like, is there a lot to see? Maybe not, but still, like, when, if I ever got to wrestle in Bath, I probably wouldn't have the chance to see Bath the way that I see it, and it's really pretty this town. So that was that was good. That was fun, but that was like a day that I didn't do all the stuff that I uh, normally do, right? Um, I on on Sunday I uh, went and uh, uh, did some uh, ring work, yeah, to try and get accustomed to it. It was uh, it was death. I was dead. <laughs> I was. Uh, oh my god! It's. Uh, Going back to the ring is if after months away, it's an experience. And there's no cardio, even though I've been trying to catch up as much as possible. There's no cardio you can do in the gym that can compare to doing professional wrestling, right? It was fun. It was like just a very safe. Um, it's not even like a, a place that has a ring up and hires the ring to people. No, it's like someone owns a ring and they put the ring up specially for me. To be able to do it a very strict group and I may do it a few more times before my return to France and to wrestling 17th of October that's gonna happen so if you're in France listen to this make sure and if you can obviously Rix is coming back with episode 3 October 17 and I'll be there and I need to get ready so I spent the majority of my Sunday getting ready for that and then on Monday 
it was a chance to be with some friends that I haven't been with for a while. Um, <laughs> the restriction of six people per social group was not there yet. Um, things were a bit um, easy and uh, none of us after two a couple of weeks has any COVID symptoms. So everything was fine. We, we did take our precautions and made sure that we were not showing any symptoms and it, like everyone's doing it right. Uh, we went to celebrate the, the birthday of uh, one of my friends and it was really fun. Uh, it was great to be able to like hang out with people again after months of not being able to. Um, so that was my holiday bank weekend, bank holiday, not holiday bank, <laughs> bank holiday weekend. And like doing that just basically delayed everything else. And I wasn't able to like create content the way that I like to last week, but here I am back this week. Um, speaking of COVID, there was a, a COVID scare um, very close to me in the last few days, but everything's fine. Um, it was uh, things were tested and it was good. Make sure you get tested so like you know, don't risk it, right? Um, like any test came back negative, so there's nothing to worry about. But there was a point there, and maybe there was so. That also like helped put a bit pressure on my on my schedule too. But everything's fine, and um, and yeah, that's why they didn't happen. I do apologize uh, for not giving you the shows last week, but at the same time, you guys understand that sometimes it's not gonna happen, right? So much that no one came like, "Where's the show? What happened to the show?" No, people understand like there's gonna be days and weeks where things are not gonna happen. You know, like we're doing this for free, and I'm happy to do that. But like. That also kind of buys me a bit of flexibility, right? I'm sure you understand what I mean by that. Um, I did do shows this week, though. I, I had two days ago, there was the conversation with Tate Mayfair, Mayfairs uh, that I recorded on Monday, the day before. It was really fun. You know, that like we did, we recorded that. It was like a great conversation, a great catch-up. And then afterwards, after we stopped recording, but we were still talking, um, I think Tate won't mind me saying this. Um, he made a comment that made me, um, made me like think, it made me like at the same time really happy because this is exactly the spirit that I'm trying to bring here to the podcast, right? Which is, he said that it was good to have that conversation because him and I, we never like properly had that conversation because even though we do spend a lot of time together and we have good conversations, when we are spending time together, it is in an environment of a show and we're busy, right? Either he's driving or like we have matches we need to to talk about, there's stuff on the show that needs to be done, where they're focused on the goal of why we're there, which is wrestling, right? And we're not just sitting down and enjoying our time and catching up a bit and like, the ability to be able to do that through the podcast is good, right? A lot of the times when I when I get guests here on the on the podcast, especially if they never got a chance to listen to an edition before, they're like, "Should I prepare something? What we're we gonna do? What we're we gonna talk about?" And it's like, it's not. I really don't want it to be that pressure. I want it to be a nice, easy environment. It's a conversation, not an interview. And then when they when we I do the, the podcast with them, they they say that and they say that it felt that way and that makes me happy because that's the spirit. And uh, and I hope that you guys, when you're listening to it, you get that as well. And uh, I'm sure you'll get that from that conversation with, uh, with Tate. It was really fun. Like we talked about things that apparently he said he never um, got a chance to talk about them in public, tell a bit more of his story. So that, that was good. We shared our experiences and it was just like, it's a really fun half an hour that um, you should check out, I believe. And uh, you'll know when we met Seamus, before he went to WWE, you know? We were hipsters. We were Seamus hipsters. Does that work? Is that a thing? Maybe not. 
Moving on. <laughs> um, this week was good, though. Um, so one of the things that obviously I needed to to do as well, that put a more pressure on the on the, the schedule last week, was uh, prepare the return of the Knuckle Locks online classes, right? Uh, Knuckle Locks so far has been very clear with the idea that it's not safe yet to return to training wrestling. And I believe... That is the case as well, um, and we we all do that. That's why we're not running classes, right? The government itself didn't recommend like classes being happening. Gyms cannot have classes, and like gym classes are not contact classes, right? Think of classes like Zumba or body uh, tone. I don't know. I never went to a gym class. Uh, <laughs> but like those classes, like people have their own stations, they use their own material and they are in their own area. There isn't contact. It's not a contact class, right? And the government does not allow classes like that happen. Imagine a full contact class. Is it possible to train wrestling without um, contact? It is, even though it's pretty limited, but it's still possible to do. But it's you're still going to have the issue of bringing people under a roof, getting them to, to like sweat and, and, and exhale much more and then breathing becomes affected and everything. Like, you know, if you don't know, like New Japan, for example, and maybe all the companies in Japan, I'm not sure I didn't see any other company, but New Japan definitely... Um, and, and I think like maybe even if there's not directives to it, the fans at least respect it that way because I, I actually saw a stardom show and they were doing the same, even though there was more booing and cheering in specific spots. But it's like the fans don't boo on cheer, right? It's like Bin Japan says, please do not make noise, do not make, even though everyone's wearing a mask, don't get air out through your nose and through your mouth. Clap and that's all you can do. Um, and... That there's a reason why that kind of limitation is there. And now imagine not having that limitation in an environment where everyone is is uh, doing uh, physical activity, right? And then it's, just, it's, it's like, it's going to be like between, I don't know, 8 and 20 people in a class. Can we guarantee that these people are all um, safe to be in that environment? That there's not going to be an outbreak, uh, if I can use that word in such a small scale, I believe so. There's not going to be an outbreak related to that class, right? It's like we're completely relying on the people uh, being able to to police themselves, and it's like symptoms don't appear after until after two weeks. We all know that. So, but but you're still contagious even if you don't have symptoms. It's too risky. It's not the right thing to do, and the fact that. Now the government went back when it comes to limitations and brought the, the limitation of like uh, um, people getting together from 30 back to 6. Like things need to get under control and uh, it, it, not opening the school and not creating an environment unnecessarily, an environment where... Uh, now even more now than ever, it's like more than 6 people are in the same place together. Uh, it's not ideal um and as a um like i believe it's different if if two or three people as i said go and to a ring in let's say someone's backyard and and just practice especially if it's out of necessity right it's completely different when it's like an official group an entity fomenting 
that environment and going way farther than that, right? Without the proper precautions that is impossible to have, you know? Um, there's a good comparison here, if you allow me to, to, to make it, which is like, I'm not sure if you've been following, but in, ca in case you, you, you haven't, uh, UFC has been doing pay-per-views the entire um, time that like lockdown's happening and they haven't been allowed to have crowds. But there's been a lot of fights that have been cancelled because of COVID-19, because of wrestlers that have shown symptoms, or sorry, even even more than that, uh, wrestlers fighters, fighters that have tested positive for coronavirus. And what happens, like this is, we're talking about a company that is creating a bubble around their shows, right? You go in two or more weeks before you're going to have your fight, you're constantly tested, you stay in your hotel room, you stay in your bubbles, and you're, you're like... You then eventually, if you if you get a positive test, you don't go in the cage and fight, even with this environment. And you don't see that much in wrestling, but you see that uh, even though there was a known outbreak in, in WWE, and there's a few cases in AEW, um, there was a few scares in Japan, um, but it's, it's not to the level of um, UFC, with the exception of the WWE outbreak. It's not to the level of UFC. And why is it that there's so many fighters um, by, like getting testing positive for COVID-19? That's because before they go into the fight, they still need to prepare themselves for the fight. And they prepare themselves for the fight, the majority of them, in um, mixed martial arts gyms. And even though these gyms are only open for a restricted number of people it's still a gym environment. There's still no control when people go in and out. There's still contact and there's gonna be cases that are gonna be spread. And like, if there's gonna be places where things spread is in an environment where people are in physical activity, there's preparation, there's, pr pr there's sweat, <laughs> there's heavy breathing, and there's contact, full contact, constantly. That's not good. Um, and we didn't want to create a similar environment because basically that's what it would be. Like Knucklelocks doesn't have the means to do testing, doesn't have the means to do bubbles. It's not safe. There's no rush. It's not about making money. And I'm not saying that uh, people who are who are running classes are doing it for the money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that in the specific case of Knucklelocks, there isn't a pressure in that sense. So there's no reason. If it's not safe and the school doesn't need it to stay open because there's a rent to pay, Gnucklelox doesn't have that pressure. So it's okay. So we decided to do the online classes, which are a much better resource. And it's it's it, we, we are able to continue to have um, students that are interested and continue to create um, like a group of students that can regularly have the habit of discussing wrestling and learning wrestling. Um, I'm very happy that I'm able to do both abilities. There's a beginner intermediate ability and an advanced ability. Uh, the beginner intermediate is very sequential. We, we go, we start at a point where it's like, okay, no one knows anything or very little about professional wrestling theory. So we're going to go and discuss 
this theory and um, in depth and just basically start from scratch and build from there. And then when it comes to advanced classes, we are assuming that people already know a little bit or are able to kind of, we are not going to uh, focus on the basic uh, elements of, of theory and wrestling discussion. We're going to go and um, review tapes or talk about specific topics um, that are important and just add more and more expand the horizons of uh, professional wrestlers and professional wrestling students. And um, and even though there is this distinction in the class, the distinction is content. We are more than happy to have anybody join any class. Uh, fresh beginners can join the advanced class. Advanced people can join the beginners class. Just know that the content will be that way, but not to the point where it's inaccessible. Um, like it's not an advanced class is not inaccessible to a beginner student. And me as the, the trainer, I'm very happy to clarify basic concepts that maybe someone doesn't understand because they didn't, they were never explained to them before. And it's a good opportunity to, to explain that. So yeah, if you're a, if you're listening to this and you're a trainee um, or a wrestler, and you would like to, to be in an environment to help you with, with your development and with um with i'm gonna say your wrestling intellect i'm gonna coin that phrase right there then please do join the knuckle locks beginner classes uh not beginner classes but knuckle locks online classes just uh, it's at knuckle locks on twitter facebook and instagram and send a message and uh we'll go from there they're um they're five pounds the classes and uh basically it's you'll you'll be required the majority of the time to watch something watch a little bit of wrestling and then we'll discuss our wrestling in a class that is always approximately 90 minutes um, please do join i would love to have you there and if you have any more questions about the classes then just shoot me a message and i'm happy to to answer them for you um, i'm very excited about the, the return of those classes yesterday i had um the first advanced one it was really fun we watched some uh some <laughs> very special stone cold and uh, the rock promos um we watched um Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth, and we watched the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page from earlier this year, and we there's something that unites all of these um, uh, wrestlers and all everything that happened between them that um, was the topic of the conversation in the class. I'm not going to say what it is. You're going to have to join. And this is not what we're doing here on the podcast. But it was fun, it, and everyone said it was very informative. Uh, with the, the class on Saturday, the beginner's class, I'm going to do a, um, a catch-up, right? I'm going to review where we were so to make sure that everyone is up-to-date and uh, remembers where we, where we were talking about so that the week after I can continue where... I left off uh, and just like continue to bring everyone on this uh, on this beginner journey, which um, which should be fun. And it's every Wednesdays and Saturdays. It's really fun. Um, you, you can tell that I really like it because I, I can't stop talking about it. Right. Um, speaking of uh, training wrestling, the new format for Learn the Ropes debuts this Saturday as well. Um, it's. Um, instead of I'm, I'm gonna still have conversations with people about re uh, wrestling training, but I'm not gonna have them every week. I'm gonna I'm gonna reduce them a bit, uh, and I'm gonna directly answer questions or talk about topics that people want me to discuss on the podcast for everyone to listen to. A few weeks ago, I asked for questions on my Instagram, 
and a lot of people answered gave me tons of uh, content from there also the things that i discuss and i think could be a good podcast on the online classes i also talk about them and um, it's basically a different topic every week and i'll be able to literally like have the question and answer the question hopefully that'll be a, a good format that you'll enjoy make sure you give me some feedback still don't know who i'm gonna have next week as a guest uh, i've been trying to get women you know like i, I, lo I looked at the list of people that i had so far and I haven't had a woman on the show yet, and it's not for lack of trying. Um, some of the um, the people, not basically all, all the the women that I've thought to come on the podcast, uh, they just has there's been scheduling conflicts. It's gonna it's gonna happen, right? But I definitely want to have a um, a woman on the on podcast, not just one, several. I want to have uh, everyone. That's another thing as well. It's very hard for me to to go to someone that I don't have like a. It's not about having a close or a good relationship. It's just like an informal relationship, right? Because there's a certain informality to the podcast that I want to have. And just be like, hey, let's just talk and catch up. And, and it's like, well, <laughs> maybe our relationship is not at that level yet. It needs to be at a certain level there where we're just comfortable to, to just relax and talk with each other. So it's really hard for me to like pick up my phone and be like, hey, Sasha Banks, come and do my podcast, right? Because that's not how it works. Like, he's like, who are you? And just the fact that she doesn't know me doesn't create the, the, the environment on the podcast that I'm that I'm looking for. I think you understand what I mean. Um, if you have anyone that you'd like me to talk with, then please do suggest some guests. I'd love to have some suggestions um, of people that could be here on the podcast and we can talk a little bit here. Just message me. Uh, I've also, uh, obviously, uh, Learn the Ropes will continue to be on Wednesdays on the YouTube channel. All right, so YouTube channel, the Learn the Ropes goes there on Wednesdays. Uh, on Sundays, I keep having my full free match. Every Sunday, a new one. What's the match this week? Let me sure. Oh, <laughs> it's David Francisco and Chris Brooks versus the NIC. Ah, that's going to be fun. Look forward to that on um, on Sunday. Be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DeFrancisco underscore one. Uh, but normally I also post videos on Friday and that's the video that I, I basically it, I'm doing like fresh content just for the YouTube channel and because of all these these content, uh, the content uh, schedule snafus, I haven't been able to record a video that I do want to record and put out and I don't think I'll be able to get it out this Friday either so uh, I apologize for that but I hope that the, the match, the full match on Sunday compensates that. Very much looking forward to to getting that out, and I'm sure that you'll enjoy that match. It was very fun, even though it ended terribly, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm still the black spot on their record, is it not? Uh, and now I lost my notes for the Pastica. There we go, here it is. So, uh, actually, there's 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 nothing else. That's, that's all that I wanted to talk with you guys here today. And it ended up being uh, oh, half an hour... <laughs> of just me talking i hope that doesn't get boring um that's what i like about this um these thursdays um sessions it's just me like kind of like talking from the heart giving you my perspective on things give keeping you updating giving you some news about me and um and i hope that you enjoy these um these sessions and these conversations and if you have anything that you want to add or ask or comment then drop me a message i'd love to to hear from you on this it's twitter and instagram and tiktok and facebook defrancisco underscore one you can uh, tweet me or uh, DM me there. 
about the podcast and I'd love to get your feedback on it. I'm going to be in France once again. Uh, October 17th, I'm returning to the ring. It's a cage match against Streets and Archer. I'm going to put him in his place. If he doesn't sit back down, I'll make him sit back down. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, know what I'm talking about. So if you're in France, if you're in, uh, in Brittany and um, you haven't checked Rick's before, then please... You do come down because I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a show. Everyone's very excited about returning to the ring. I sure am, and um, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's uh, that's my next uh, show. Make sure you're there. My next appearance for Ricks, October 17th in Brittany, in uh, Rennes. I think it's a city close to Rennes in France. And all the information's at Ricks Catch on Twitter and Instagram. I have some merch ideas. Uh, they're still you can buy eight by tens for example and sign pictures and stuff okay it's uh, differencisco.net slash merch it's the best place to to find all your merch there i'd love to to have your contribution if you love what i do and you want to support me that's the best way to do it hey this has been long but it's been really fun i've enjoyed um coming back here in front of this microphone and talking with you guys a little bit and i hope that you enjoyed um being on that side as well and uh this edition brought you something. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I'll talk to you next time.